ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this uh, next series or this next uh, in, install installment uh, for the series Connections. This is our connection series on here on uh, the As One uh, Voice podcast. We are migrating into some different types of understandings when it comes to our creator. And it is important from a kingdom aspect that we understand exactly and, and understand fully uh, the nature of God and, and understanding the nature of God. We then get a better understanding of our nature as far as comparing and contrasting what is our current condition, which is a sinful one, versus what our natural, uh, actual, true and natural condition um, should be. And that is what we were created for and what we were created to be. Uh, so therefore, it is is important to understand where we are today, the difference between where we are versus where we should be, and why it is important for us to not only understand it, but then strive to get a better understanding and get better clarity from God and then get guidance from God and the Holy Spirit via the Holy Spirit. Um, through a personal relationship by accepting uh, his son, Jesus Yahshua, into your life. Um, why it is important for all those things to take place so that we can get back to our natural state and, uh, and, and what we were created for and grow to the heights and the levels and, and, and the deepest of the depths of our, our spiritual man and our spiritual nature versus being tossed around by a flesh that is never satisfied and is, that is always uh, ever changing and craving uh, those things that it is influenced by, which is this sinful nature, this sinful world, uh, and, and everything around us that is against our true nature. So in order to, to get to that place, I mean, we've already talked about the difference between creation and birth and why in creation, God gave us all the things that we needed and put us on a path, um, you know, to to live live out the things that he, in a way that he created us to live those things out uh, on the earth, but then came sin in the fall. And now there is a redemption path to get back to that place. Um, so understanding the fact that there is a difference between creation and birth, especially for us now who um, were born into the fall. So this was after the fall of man. This was after sin took place. We were born into sin. And so, yes, there's a difference between what where we were created or what we were created for versus what we have been born into. And so there's a lot of differences in how we are conducting ourselves and what we are having to face temptation-wise um, and, and the struggles that we're having versus how things would have been had we never fallen, had sin never taken place. And then that, that you know, propelled us right into understanding the sin issue and, and identifying the fact that that is the issue. That is why we are uh, a lot of times doing things and committed to things and acting out in so such ways that uh, that show the fall and the and the birthing process of us coming into a whole lot of stuff that God did not create us for versus actually being able to live out uh, in totality what God created us for without having the hindrance of having to go through 
uh, you know, the sinful nature and having to deal with and constantly fight against the sinful nature. This is where alternate identities come from um, that shape and frame our world that cause us uh, to do things against God, to cause us to create identities outside of God's uh, identities and, and outside of his creation because we were birthed into sin. And so sin has birthed a lot of different things, um, all of which, uh, you know, and from a sinful standpoint, all of the sinful things are actually in rebellion to God's uh, creation and how he created things to be his order. He has an order um, um, that that is set in place, that he set in place from the very beginning. And, uh, and, and it was shaken up. Why? Because we are free moral agents. And so with us being free moral agents, meaning God does not treat us like robots and just dictate everything we do. Instead, he gives us an opportunity to process and then make choices and decisions based on that process. Um, but because of rebellion and sin that took place from the very beginning with our forefather, uh, Adam, and, uh, and our foremother, Eve, uh, you know, that that took us to a place where now we're having to fight against a nature that naturally rebels against God. And that is the sin nature. And so in order to continue our path to overcoming that sin nature, now that we see it, we identify it, we understand it, we were born into it. And it caused a, a lot of different, uh, you know, a lot of different paths for us, a lot of different temptations, a lot of different um, and brand new ways that we identify ourselves with the things and the cultures of the world in which we live in, which is a fallen world. It is a fall, it's in a fallen state versus being able to identify with the truly living God who actually created us in his image. And we'll talk about that too. That is the key thing though. The key thing that we want to focus in on right now is understanding the image of God as far as what the Bible tells us, uh, you know, how we were created. We were created in his image and likeness. And so it's important to understand what that image is. And, and as, you know, as far as the context clues of what the Bible gives us and then some, some uh, you know, some straight, very clear cut truths. Right. But then there's also some context clues to to uh, to see the broader perspective, the bigger picture of understanding the image, because once we realize the importance of that statement that God made us, he created us in his own image. Once we realize the importance of that statement, then it gives us a whole new world and a whole new perspective on why it is so important to get the information of our identity, to get the information of creation, to get the information of how we are to live this life from the image bearer, from the image giver, from the ultimate example, the image himself, God himself, the creator himself. That is when we really start to dive in and say, okay, now it's time to start living life way differently. Because I'm no longer looking to the issue for my identity because the issue is the sinful nature that we were born into. But because this becomes the first thing that we really are introduced to, unless we have kingdom parents, you know, parents that already have, have knowledge of this and have, grasp, have a grasp on these things, 
then, you know, we're, we're raised up in a worldview that says, hey, these things and those things are important based on what our, you know, wh whoever our elders are, you know, whether it be the parents that we have or, or people that raise us, uh, people in the community that steer us in one direction or another. These are all important aspects of understanding why we do what we do, but they all can really be a hindrance, a huge hindrance to each and every one of us. Uh, and, and so it is important to understand the power of connecting with the image that God created us in, like to really see it for what it is and understand that it is his image that we were created in. And so if it's his image that we were created in, then the only way that we can even begin to understand and have a, a concrete, uh, you know, grasp on our true identity is we have to go to the source, which is the creator himself. This is why it is so important to have this relationship, why the Bible is so important to us and why it is so critical that we really have this relationship that we need with this wonderful, marvelous creator. <laughs> you know, um, he created us. He made us who we are. Uh, the Bible tells us in Genesis 1, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. That statement has so many important things for us to reflect on, especially with our worldview today and in the Western culture and, and, and you know, the society that we are in and that, that dominates our culture today. We really need to take a, a look at this statement and understand God is laying the blueprint for identity right there, that if we truly grasp it, we won't struggle with uh, certain things that have our society, what I feel like have our society handcuffed to uh, the sinful nature right now. And uh, and one of the biggest things is identifying ourselves with anything that is in rebellion to God. And there's a lot of things out there that we are connecting ourselves with and identifying ourselves with that's way outside of what the creator did when he created us in his own image. He's trying to get us to understand our origin is much bigger and much deeper than the things of the flesh. But it seems like we are so handcuffed by this sinful nature that we look to the flesh first and we get an identity from what we feel in it or what we've been taught in it versus what we were created for and who created us. But if we really lean on this statement, we realize that God is showing us that his image is so important that not only did he identify here, but he really took ownership. He said, it was created in his own image. Not his created image, something that he created, not an image based on a thought that he had. No, man was created in his own image. There's no greater image than the image of the creator himself. 
So there was no greater image that he could have created us in than the one he created us in, which is his own image. We're not imposters. We're not fakes. We're not knockoffs. We were created in the image of the most high creator himself. Male and female created he them. Why is that so important? Because he's establishing the order by which he created us. He said, listen, not just creating a series of um, mankind that, you know, just so happen to be identified, so, you know, or, or to can be distinguished as male or female. Said, no, I'm showing you that I'm creating a difference between a man and a woman, a male and a female, because I'm trying to establish an order. And, and we all know in the kingdom, this is why this particular order is so important, because it's an order that really excites the, the true creation that God has made within us, because this is the foundation for the creation to continue to create. This is the, this is the foundation for life to expand continuously. This is the platform by which all other lifespans are supposed to come through the being from the loins of Adam. This is how God structured it from the very beginning. Because we were created in his own image. So he gave us an opportunity to procreate and recreate over and over and over again this beautiful image. All bearing also the breath of life that he breathed inside of us to make us a living being. When we really understand the power of God and the power behind embracing him as the creator and embracing how important it is for us to, to really understand who we are by being created in his own image and why it is important to respect the foundation of male and female, we really began to take off towards the goal in which God has set for us. And that is for us to get back to the origin, the original purpose and intent for him creating us in the beginning. But this is something that we have to understand. We, we, we have to really get this statement down in our bones and for those of us that are in the kingdom, there's there's no reason to fight against it. Like you understand fully why God sees has given us this, first of all, and why it is seen as such a vital part of creation and the importance of respecting it so that creation can continue to go on and move forward as he intended it. Now, this fallen sinful nature has taken this statement and made it in our Western world a statement in which it can be intermingled in so many different ways because now a person can identify as an animal. An animal was not made in the image, in the own image of God. So for us to identify as something other than what we truly are, to me, you know, it's very simple. It seems like a slap in the face to he who created us. It's like this. If I, if I created a mechanism that is supposed to help a person um, to walk and it is known to, to, you know, to do its job, it is known to help a person to walk. 
But then I see another person take that mechanism and use it to inflict harm on an innocent person. I, now, not only am I looking and saying, hey, you know, you're using it outside of its original purpose, but then you are doing harm also. Why? Because you you because you're out of it purpose, you have repurposed it for something else. Yeah, it's comfortable for you. It's something that, that you feel like is helpful to you because it's helping you to to uh to hurt another individual, whether you're taking something from them or call yourself teaching them a lesson, whatever the case may be, you're getting a satisfaction from using it incorrectly. But the only thing that I can see is that you are way out of line for what I created that for. So therefore, it's like a slap in the face to me. Like, like why would you do that? This is not what that product is all about. This is not the reason why I created it. I didn't intend for it to do that. So why are you choosing to do what you want to do with it? Because you feel a certain way about it, and so you're deciding to use it however you want to use it. When we reflect on the creation and, and the creator and why he made creation, then we realize the importance of leaning into the creator and leaning into what he created us for so that we can respect the foundation and actually live through the foundation of creation so that creation can move on towards God and towards continuing to glorify God and towards the continued path towards reuniting, reconnecting with God in, in such a way that we no longer have to deal with this sin nature. 